Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. to the ER tonight. We have had some great shows over the last couple week, uh, two weeks. We had another loaded one last night. If you missed it, go back and check out the replay. This is Wrestling Authority Radio, and you are now live inside the ER. I'd like to welcome everyone in. My name is Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And the reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. How are my boys? We are good. Um, I want you two to take over. Uh, Steve, give an update about what's going to happen tonight, and then when I get back, we'll go over things. I got to leak the. Uh, I got to drain my Jim Cornette sized bladder real quick. Cause it just oh, jeez. Always, always, right, oh, right God. when we get on the air. I'm gonna one of these days. I'm gonna I'm gonna what kick him in his Jim Cornette sized bladder. But no, um, I'm gonna kick, no, I'm gonna kick him in his Jim Cornette. 
So it's around the same area, give or take. Uh, But anyway, uh, we have titled tonight's episode Shots Fired because apparently, folks, war has been declared. And we're not talking about... We're not talking about guns and missiles and that type of war. We're talking about agents, lawyers, and contracts. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, through the old Wizard of Oz reference in there. Oh. Um, we, we will possibly, in fact, we're supposed to have a uh, reporter from uh, Fightful.com with us here tonight because they are the ones who originally – broke the story concerning the revival. Now, this is now this is all we know at the moment that now apparently and this is depending on um on what source that you're um seeing this from. <clears throat> the revival has either asked for their outright release or they have given notice that they are just going to work until their current contract expires, and then they are gone. So um, they've given notice we, on what? You cut out for a second. Okay. They give? They've given. Okay. What? Okay. What they may have done, Katie, is they may have also given notice. Um, okay. Now it might seem a little early. I'm not exactly sure as far as the. Uh, time frame of their contract goes, but they could have already said that um, when their contract is up, they are done. Um, so I'm uh, messaging the reporter right now, and um, I'm back. That Okay, okay. Um, yeah, we're just, I, I just, I'm just messaging the reporter from uh, Fightful.com. And uh, he can go ahead and call in. You guys see my breaking uh, news in the chat because there's a there's been another one. Yes. Right. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get to that. In fact, I actually kind of wanted to wait until I actually kind of wanted to wait until um, our reporter from uh, Fightful comes in because who knows he may have more information on that one as well. Oh, it's that's uh, very true. it's it's really it's really it's really hitting this uh whole thing with uh AEW is throwing a proverbial monkey wrench into the wrestling landscape. Uh, and this is not a case of like an impact wrestling where you've got somebody that's got, you know, a couple million dollars around to play with that's playing wrestling promoter. The Khan family are in Vince McMahon's financial territory. They are billionaires. So the Khans can play on Vince McMahon's field, level field. Yes. And, and well, and Steve and I had a long conversation about this uh, earlier today, and we're going to go into it tonight. Uh, Steve, there's a caller in queue. If you've got the studio up, you want to scream him. That might be you your guys, reporter. It's okay. Um, you guys, can, I've got it. Don't worry. Let me do my job. 
I'm yeah, on my exactly. way. Let me do my. All right. Um, so there's a lot. Job. There <laughs> is a lot going on in the wrestling business in 2019. And as I told Steve earlier today, before the end of the year, we are going to see a complete change in the wrestling business. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it got it got signaled uh, back at uh, Labor Day weekend when All In happened. Yes. Oh, uh, but now it looks like we have some. You know, there's there's definitely there's definitely major movement going about within within the industry, and um, how this could uh, this could definitely uh, be really really. Big. I mean, you know, we're not necessarily talking Monday Night Wars because um, not. I am. I am not suspecting, and the and the uh, rumors are that AEW does not want to get into a Monday Night War with Vince McMahon. They would rather not control. Right, right. They would rather go ahead and control Tuesday night, and then. Go and then uh, and then go ahead from there. So, um, Katie, is that is that who is that who that is, or is this uh, just yeah. somebody else? That is yeah, yeah, that yeah, is our I reporter. Yeah, I do believe so. Yeah. All I right. Did my job. Okay. I did my job. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. This is this is Andrew. He is one of the reporters from uh, the website Fightful.com which is the website that uh, originally broke the story concerning the revival today. So, uh, Andrew, welcome to Wrestling Authority Radio. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us, we've got, uh, we've got the information that uh, Wrestling News Sources provided uh, uh, via Sean. Um, so why don't you go ahead and take it from there and kind of tell us what, uh, what you know, when you knew it, and so on and so forth. All right. Well, for, first of all, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, and, um, thanks for coming well, out. The the revival, the basic. Well, I'm pretty sure you guys got the basic news, you know, from the story. The revival have well, they it, it, reports were going around that they requested their release from WWE, but FIFA.com we just reported that they had where they were WWE was fearing that they were finishing up their time in the company. And then they were going to leave once they finish up their time. So that was what we reported. And but there's also other reports out there that they actually requested their release from the company, but we have not confirmed that independently. Okay. Okay. Now, is there now now, Andrew? Do you have any knowledge as far as uh, how much time they have left on their contracts with WWE at this point? Uh, I do not have uh, that information. Not at the moment. I can check and see what we have. On our website, we have an updated contract list that you can see of all the talents. Well, not all the talents, but most of the talents in wrestling. Okay. But I don't mm-hmm. know if the revival okay. are up there. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, yeah, no, the, yeah, go no, ahead, Sean. The, you guys the, the, go the ahead and talk. On. I'm just gonna sit back here and listen. Oh. Yeah, the, the revival on the revival on up there. Okay. Now, um, now another one here, Andrew, that uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of, um, but uh, this also broke uh, late this afternoon, is that uh, uh, Mike and Maria 
have apparently also actually requested their uh, releases. Yeah, Mike and Maria, they they have requested. Now we we have confirmed that that Mike and Maria they have uh, requested their release from WWE. They haven't been granted it, but they have requested their release from WWE. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, according to what I'm looking at here, guys, the revival. I don't know when they started, but um, this article was posted March 2nd, 2018, by Total Sport Tech, and okay. it says that Scott Dawson uh, has a three-year contract. Now I don't know okay. when that contract was signed, so it could be it could be very well coming up on on being the end of it. But we do know that uh, the reports are going around that they have asked for the release, and um, there were also reports going around before this even happened that they were unhappy. Right. Okay. Well, let's see. Okay, let me let me try let me try and uh, take a mental timeline here um, because um, because if because Dawson got Dawson got injured, I think within just a few weeks of them coming oh, they, on. Yeah, they debut. Yep. And he was and he was out for six months. Um, wow. Then, then right after that, then Dash they, Wilder then got they come back. Dash Wilder got hurt, and he was out for six months. So if it's a so if it's a three year deal, they the they have spent the better part of the first year on the shelf. So um, this would this would have been the second year. It sounds so. It seems like then were either going into or somewhere within the third year of the contract. I would I would think it'd be going into the third year because uh if if I'm if I'm if I'm getting if I'm if my time middle time frame is going right, uh they actually they actually uh came in uh right after WrestleMania. Yeah. And the so WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah they were a Monday after WrestleMania move, so that would so that would predicate uh, the last year of the contract starting, provided they don't actually ask for a release or are granted a release, um, then it would then it would start in uh, April of 2019. So they would be they would be bound to WWE until. Uh, April of 2020. Correct. If if my if my if my if my math if my math is correct and I'm and I'm thinking the uh, time that they because they would have actually signed the because the way WWE normally constructs their sets up the deals is they actually when when a new talent comes in they actually sign their main roster contract. The night that they actually start with the company, they're still under a developmental deal until that particular night. Mm-hmm. Go, going back to the um, the revival, um, possibly well, possibly finishing up with WWE. It was also noted in the report that there was a situation that unfolded at Raw, but there was no like yes. details on that. It was just a situation, and that situation is unknown at the moment of what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. Boy, uh, that ain't, uh, yeah, I mean, the the revival, they've been, um, they've been, uh, over the past couple of weeks, months or so, they've been, um, 
main, mainly been going up against Lucha House Party at house shows and on TV, mm-hmm. and they haven't been on they haven't been on the receiving end. I mean, the winning end of those matches. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I mean, they they came out hot when they first started on Monday Night Raw as you know as a NXT call up. Crowd always reacts nicely at the night of the WrestleMania, and they just got plagued by injuries. And I, I mean, it when you're looking at it from a business perspective, it's kind of I, I kind of understand why their push, so to speak, was kind of held back and delayed because once both of the people get injured, it's kind of like, well, how, how reliable are these guys? Even though I think the Revival are a fantastic team, they're a real throwback team, and I enjoy their in-ring work, and I think they're great heels. But, I mean, when you have two guys who got injured back-to-back, when I'm trying to look at I'm looking at it from a business perspective. I'm putting my fan perspective from the side. And seeing two guys getting injured back-to-back, it's kind of like, okay, do if we do end up giving these guys the ball and we put the titles on them, who's to say, oh, how do we know that they won't get hurt again? Then we got to reshift and refocus everything because they got hurt. Well, and it's not, only that, not, it's not only that, Andrew. It's the fact that when – when they got injured, booking plans changed. Now, that doesn't mean they can't be changed exactly. again, but WWE is the type of company that writes storylines for months, if not years, on out. So, right. I mean, they do have you know, a plan B and C, but still, they prefer to have plan A be the plan that they actually go by. Right. So, it, it you know... And I'm not happy the direction they've gone with Revival either. I think they're a wonderful tag team. They're yeah, very an old throwback to Arn right. Anderson and Oli and, and, and Tully and uh, that kind of thing. But if they're not going to be used properly, if they're not going to be used properly, then they need to go somewhere where they will, whether that be Impact, whether that be Ring of Honor, whether that be the new company that's forming AEW. Uh, I think they would do really well in Japan. I don't think they've ever had that opportunity. Um, I think that would be a great move for them. If they can get it, they should take it. I mean, I think think Japan would do them a lot of good. I've, I've seen a lot of tag teams that are going over to Japan and having success. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. The strong style, the strong style, I think definitely fits fits their style because they're you know they're definitely they're definitely very solid on their on their hits in that when they're when they're um, on offense in the ring. So, well, I mean, so I mean the definitely the. Hard, hard hitting, uh, legit type of style that uh, New Japan favors would definitely would definitely work in their favor, at least as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree entirely. Sorry, I think New Japan would great, greatly be able to add. A team like the Revival, and it would do them wonders because I, I know there's a, I mean there, there's like a few established teams in New Japan. Like I kind of, I kind of noticed like a lot of the teams are not makeshift, but they are like pairs, pairs like how the Revival are. Like the Revival, they've been together since the jump. So I think going having a team like that go to New Japan, and I think they will be able to make some noise in their tag team division. Yes, right. I mean, because I mean after all, the the young bucks are the young bucks are gone. So yeah. now you got so now you got uh, chaos. 
you got chaos. You've got uh, you got Rapungi 3K. Um, you have uh, Gorillas of uh, Destiny, which yeah, are uh, of course the Haku sons. Um. So there's yeah. So there's there's definitely yeah, uh, there's definitely a few teams. Yeah. Yeah, in that, in that heavyweight tag team division, you got Evil of Sonata. You got you got some solid, yeah. some real solid teams there. You got um, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer. You got some some nice right. teams right there, and and and, and throwing and mixing the revival in with them, and I think letting the revival just go out there and just do what they do, handcuffs off. I think that's a you got some future IWGP tag team champions right there if, you, if they if they do choose to go to New Japan. That's if they, you know, finish up with WWE and then decide to make their exit. And I think they're also doing the, you know, the right thing by finishing up and not, you know, walking out and burning a bridge. You know, they're just saying, okay, we're going to finish up and then we're going to exit properly. Well, they yeah, could have pulled the nebble. Yeah. We we know that for sure. Um, oh, yeah, they could have. <laughs> Yeah. Now, I want to share this article with you, uh, Andrew, and everybody else that's on the, the air with me, uh, saying goodbye. Eight contracts Vince McMahon won't renew, and seven wrestlers he will fire. So this is a list. It was posted uh, posted last year, but that doesn't mean that uh, this may or may not happen. Uh, won't renew Apollo Crews. Oh my! Uh, oh, whoa! Oh, that's a. I mean, ah. That's saying something right there. Yeah. Well, they they don't really seem to know what to do with him, you know. See, I I I agree. I I I think Apollo was um, he he had he was on the bad end of things of a too early NXT call up. Like he got called up way too early, and I don't think he got the really get the gist of what NXT is about, honing your skills and honing your character, even though Apollo was already established on the independent scene. He's a great wrestler, right. but right. I, he doesn't have a character, and that's what WWE is all about. They're about the character and then the in-ring work. Like, you, like to them, I think, I, of course, I don't know this because I'm not in the company, but to them, for what it seems like from a fan's perspective, it's about, okay, and we have a lot of good wrestlers here, but what about you is going to separate separate from the rest of everybody else who's a good wrestler. And I don't think Apollo Crews really got the chance to develop a real character in NXT and have people connect. Like, he's just a guy who can wrestle really good, and he's athletic, but what else is to Apollo Crews? Yeah, there's there's no there's no shine on him. They, they did a horrible job of producing him and making him Apollo Crews and giving him a backstory, because without a backstory, it just doesn't make any sense. All right. Um, number 14, fire Chad Gable. Whoa, that's a shocker. That's wow. A shocker. Whoa, that's mm. a shocker. They just put him with Bobby Roode. Yeah, but Chad Gable's a Raw Tag Team champion. Yeah. They I, don't, just, I, don't, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that and, one and made, they just, they just gave him his own robe. <laughs> what the fuck? Bad drunks. Well, realize that yeah, this article is a year old, so this list may or may not have changed, and guys may or may not have renewed contracts. We need to get better info. Um, <laughs> Thirteen won't renew with the Ascension. Uh, I think this would be not great. They, they dropped Connor the ball with this team. They, 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 they haven't, they haven't clicked on the main roster, and I think that's just you know, a credit to people. 
and and even legends in the business associating them with Road Warrior Animal and Road Warrior Hawk just because of the face paint. And it's kind of, it, it's been really hard for them to, mm-hmm. you know, break that. And then, you know, I, I remember a couple of years ago when they were the, um, they they were the guys who, who, who got beat up by the legends. And, you know, that's never a good spot to be in. So no. I, I, like, then, they, they, they haven't bounced yeah, of- back. Right, and then speaking of Road Warriors, when they cut those uh, promos that uh, they said they were greater than the Road Warriors, and then, oh, yeah. uh, which uh, yeah. which Joe which uh, Joe is a longtime friend of mine, Andrew. Um, he and I, I he and I have worked together uh, quite a bit in uh, in Chicago, and that. So I've known mm-hmm. him for a long time, and he was definitely not happy. With that, with that particular promo. I so. We've had him here. He's, he's probably right in Salton. Uh, oh yeah. Number twelve, and we just announced, broke the news on this earlier uh, in the program. Fire Mike Canellis. They just didn't know. They don't know what to do with him. They they never did. They brought Maria in, and Maria was one of the hottest things over in New Japan and even for Ring of Honor while Mike was part of Ring of Honor. But they brought her back to WWE. They brought him to WWE, and it didn't click. Yeah, the, the crazy thing is uh, Mike Canellis, he's only wrestled four times on TV since he's been in WWE. So that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. He's been there since um, he debuted Money in the Bank 2017, if I remember. And, yeah, right. he's wrestled four times, or four times on TV since then. So I mean I I, I think I, I hear a lot of people calling for Mike Canellis to go to AEW. I think him going back to Ring of Honor would make more sense. Reforming with the Kingdom, Maria fit right in. She could join the Women of Honor division, and also be a manager yeah. to the Kingdom. I think that would be a perfect fit. Perfect fit for him. Oh, I, I'm I'm with you on that, Andrew. I was I was I was a big uh, Kingdom fan, and that yeah. um, you know I mean I like that Kingdom. you know. Mike and, and Matt Taven together were just a fantastic pairing, and so you know it would be it would be great to see them, and especially because Taven now his character is a lot uh, even meaner and more uh, edgy than uh, it was. Well, it was it, 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 I don't call it edgy. Call it dickish. He, I agree. Well, yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt Taven, I, I think I think Matt Taven, he's like really starting to come into his own, and he's really starting to like step up. And I think when he went to CMLL and you know got that time in Mexico, I think that's when his in ring work stepped up as well, plus the character. So you know Matt Taven is on his way up. You know he's doing the whole uh, I'm the real Ring of Honor world champion thing, and I think he, he's in line for a, a title shot. All right, number eleven. Uh, won't renew, and this is no shocker because this is another one that's kind of been lost in the shuffle ever since they took her away from Titus Worldwide. Dana Brooke. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. It, 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 it's kind of hard to give a take on that because I know Dana Brooke, she does like a lot of outside stuff at WWE. So, uh, I mean, she it, it's another one, just like Apollo Crews. She got called up way too early. Um, number 10, fire, no way, Jose. Uh, no, no way, Jose, man. He, I, I see, I, I hate saying, I hate saying this about guys because I don't like, I, I try to like 
I understand like the person behind the character, and I know like no way Jose, he's a good dude. It's like I'm sure everybody else is, but his character is never going to be like that next level. He's all I think his character is just for the you know the kids, and it's always going to be that lower level, you know, going up against the top guy and then losing type of thing. And I think that's just going to be his thing until you know it runs its course. Uh, number nine won't renew, and I think they're already gone. Uh, the Colognes. Now the Colognes, they're, they're still there. They they wrestled a um a dark match against Heavy Machinery huh. not too long ago. Yeah, they wrestled a dark match against Heavy Heavy Machinery, and apparently that did not did not go too well at all. Mm. Like well, from, that from would the, be- yeah. Yeah, well, from, from, from what they're doing with, uh, from what we saw what this week, from what we saw this week with uh, heavy machinery, they're going to turn them into a comedy act. So, uh, yeah, huh? that's yeah. <laughs> that's I'm not yeah. That is coming. That is coming. Otis, Otis creeps me out already. So, <laughs> yeah, which is which is sad because the because NXT Otis is not main roster Otis. Not, he's not. He's not. not the same. Not no, no. the same it's, character. It, it, it's like Otis in NXT. He, he, you could tell he was still a bit of a jokester, but he was serious. Like he, he wasn't like now. The way they presented him on Raw and SmackDown the past two days, like for lack of better term, they try to present him like he's dumb, like he doesn't know what he's doing, and Tucker's there to handle him, and that's what it comes off like on TV. And when he was in NXT, Otis was he was still a bit of a jokester, but he when he got in the ring, things things turned on. Yeah, it's 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 sort of like uh, it's sort of like the uh, Cletus character, if you really you know you know with uh, if you really if you really want to you know put it that way with uh, with Gallows when Gallows was Cletus Mm -hmm. and that so. You know, not a not a good deal. Now there now there are some there are some uh, people that uh, now there's some articles about some people that uh, they think that uh, AEW should sign. Now of course they hold on, I'm not done yet. Uh, okay, hold on, wait. Steve. Wait. Uh, uh, number eight, fire Shelton Benjamin. That's Whoa. not a shocker. They dropped the ball with him oh. the first time. They're gonna they dropped the ball with him again. I think Sheldon. Well, I personally I don't know Sheldon Benjamin, but I kind of feel like he knows he's that veteran presence in the locker room, and he's been brought back for a reason. Uh, firing him, I don't know what that like, what that does personally. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been on TV in a while, so I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, won't yeah. renew, and this is this is no shocker because ever since they took the. Uh, title off of him. He really hasn't done anything. And let's be honest, that title run really didn't mean anything. Jinder Mahal. Wow. I, I, I think Jinder Mahal has reverted back to that that role that he was in uh, on his last run at WWE. Like he, like he's becoming more of a, like a not not a comedy act, but just like a mid card level act. You know, somebody like how, how they used him this past Monday overall. Somebody they could throw in there with a Finn Balor. You know, to have him go over. I, I don't think Jinder's going to be uh, back in the world title scene anytime soon. I think his um, uh, no. It, yeah. Num- I, 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 I think he's an intercontinental champion. 
number six, uh, we already know this one is gone because he signed with AEW. Neville. Yeah. That's a great uh, pickup for AEW. Great pickup. Here would, here would be the next one to pick up. Won't renew. Yeah. The Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. 205 Live. I mean, I, I, I think Brian Kendrick is doing well, you know, on 205 Live. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure, like, when guys on 205 Live see guys like Mustafa Ali get called up, they're pretty, you know, that probably gets them pumped up, like, you know, it's probably my time next. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The only, yeah, the only thing the only thing going, though, against Kendrick is his age. And, yeah. I mean, I know there are people yeah. that are uh, ripping uh, on uh, AEW for the fact that uh, they've got two 48-year-olds in uh, Chris Jericho and uh, my old uh, – training partner Chris Daniels but mm-hmm. still you know I mean I, I I don't think I don't think Kendrick would be able to necessarily find a place I mean you know what are you gonna what are you gonna do have him uh, you know have him job out to uh, Flip Gordon or Marco Stunt all the time you know that, mm-hmm. that wouldn't that would be a good that wouldn't be a good look for him um Number four, fire Aiden English. Oh. Ever since hey, the Vaude Villains broke up. Yeah, Aiden kind of been off the grid. They just don't have anything hey, for him. Yeah, Aiden's been off the grid since the Rusev Day gimmick. I mean, the Rusev Day thing was done. I haven't seen much of them on TV. And I, I, I know he's been wrestling at house shows, but I mean. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, number three won't renew Sin Cara. Oh. Sin Cara's no. been doing. He's, an, he's another one. Been doing a lot of media for WWE, but just not on TV. Right. Well, he just. Well, in fact, actually, um, reports uh, surfaced the other day that uh, right now he's uh, over at the Performance Center, getting himself back into ring shape. To uh, come back after after his latest injury. Right. Uh, number two, and I don't know why they would fire her unless there's misconduct. Uh, but she's she's another one from the divas revolu- divas age that came okay. over and and was brought back and never really could figure out what to do with her. And that's Alicia Fox. Oh shit. Uh. I I I I can't, I can't see them letting go of Alicia Fox. She's like their longest, mm-hmm. ten, one of their longest tenured wrestlers, well, women's wrestlers. Period. Old wrestlers. Period. As a matter of fact, yeah, I, don't, I can't see them letting go of Alicia Fox. She too, like you, you can fit her anywhere, and I think she she works. Right. Um, I mean, she definitely what little what little TV time they they do give her, she knows how to use it to best advantage to make herself look good. Make the people that she's in the ring with look good. So yeah, I don't. I don't think that would be happening. Uh, and then number one, we announced earlier in the program the revival. Yep. So, revival. I mean, it's there's a lot of and and we've got to break this news. Uh, Moose is now taking bookings, which means he could be done with Impact. Well. Oh wow. That's wild. Yep. That, that that that's gonna be a good gift for anybody, any company, or if, if Moose wants to stay on the independent, that'll be a good gift for any promotion to have him on. Yeah, yeah. 
like Sean and I were talking about earlier this afternoon when uh, we were discussing some of this stuff. Now, Moose was a guy that uh, Impact should have put the strap on a long time ago, and that, especially especially when Anthem first took the company over, they they could have they could have really built on the fact that uh, here they go they have next uh, Atlanta Falcons player. Gee, where 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 have we where have we heard that scenario anywhere before Goldberg? And uh, yeah, made and 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 made and made him the face of the company, and that. Now, so yeah, see, that, uh, for, that's for, an error. For, for WWE contracts, um, we have uh, more Ronaldo. His contract expires in June of 2019. Um, we had Paige, her contract expires this year. Um, we had Maddie Rose, 2020. Jim Ross, 2019. Mojo Raleigh, next year. Uh, uh, Lee Gallows and Carl Anderson, contract expires this year. Shinsuke Nakamura, contract expires this year. AJ Styles, contract expires this year. It's a lot of people, man. A lot of talent. Well, I'm – well – this is the thing that I'm wondering, and I've and and um, Andrew, let me let me kind of uh, pose this one at you. Um, I'm wondering if, in fact, Gallows and Anderson, with the uh, tops that they're wearing, are hinting at something. Because if you notice, those tops say OGBC, as in OG right. Bullet Club. Right. Yeah, go ahead. I don't necessarily think it's hinting at anything, but I think right now um, WWE is kind of doing – they have this pattern that I'm starting to notice. Um, well, within the uh, the Revival Report, it notes that they were in line for a tag team title push, and although that can vary, you know, any week, they were still in line for a push. And now you have guys like Finn Balor who, after, what, two years, has finally getting a universal title match. And I feel that Gallows and Anderson, after the tag team title match at the Royal Rumble, I feel like they're going to be just shot to the top of the division because, you know, their contract expires this year. And I feel like WWE, they're kind of doing this thing where if they know wrestlers are near the end of their contract, they sort of, you know, give them that extra kick in the back, you know, let them know like, hey, we want you here and put a title on them to make them feel good. And that's kind of what I feel like is going on for some of the wrestlers. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's a, that's an interesting possibility. I I can I can see that. I can see that. Um, uh, yeah, Gallows and Anderson they they were talking about bringing back their um their talking shop podcast and that they, they used to do with Rocky Romero and Gallows and Gall- I mean Anderson recently talked about it in an interview when he said that if he did bring the podcast back. Um, that it, it would have to be unrestricted. And, you know, WWE talents, you know, they, they, they have podcasts, you know, guys like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins and Renee Young. Um, you know, they can do podcasts, but it, it's certain things that you can't say, obviously, and you can't, you know, mention. But, the guy, I mean, Anderson said that if he were to do it and bring back the podcast, you know, it would, have, it would be unrestricted. Nice. Yeah, we know. And we know that is definitely not something that uh, WWE is going to, Except in any way, shape, or form. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Now, um, now the curse. Now, two at the same time. There's also talk about hey, who should AEW sign? Now, um, we can pretty much consider it a, it a foregone conclusion that uh, um, in a couple of weeks, when Kenny Omega's contract expires with New Japan, that he's obviously joining his his um, buddies in the Elite and and go and go into AEW. Um, but uh, here's but they but they've listed up some people, and I'm gonna th- and I'm gonna throw these out there just kind of see what everybody thinks about this. Um, now this one I say, oh my God, yes! If they can do it, do it, do it, do it. The Lucha Brothers. Oh yeah, that's a ooh, man. That's a that's a nice gift for any company, any company, any promotion. That's a great gift. Yeah. I, yeah. I know uh, Pentagon Pentagon Junior and Phoenix are the current MLW um, World Tag Team Champions, and I know something recently just happened with MLW. They had a uh, Roosh. He got signed to an exclusive Ring of Honor deal, and um, Cole Bauer he was not happy about it. He tweeted about it, and he he didn't seem like he was very pleased, and he had to change the main event of their um, their uh, show on WrestleMania weekend. So you yeah, know, uh, Lucha Lucha Bros losing them that's a that's a major hit. And they just won the Impact Tag Team Titles too at the Mexico Taping. So, man, right, that's okay. a that's spoiler a big, alert, that's a big people. Hit. Not not like not like anybody's not like anybody's watching. Which, uh, if you haven't heard, um, there were no numbers released as far as viewership for Impact this week goes. So, okay. make of, no make of that what you want. Make of that what you want. People can't get the channel, and they don't want to go online to watch it. Yep. That's what I yeah. make of that. Piss well, me off. there you go. You know it's fun. There you go. Um, now another one that uh, another one that they're at uh, you know they're talking over. Uh, this is TWM News that uh, is posting these ideas. Um, Viper, aka Piper Niven. Okay. Mm, that is wow. The pump from them, yeah, Piper. She's she's good. She is really good, really really good at what she does. Yeah, Very. yeah. Um, if you if you go if you go back to the um, first uh, first May Young Classic, uh, she was one of the uh, people that uh, wound up in the uh, quarterfinals. And uh, yeah, it was um, yeah, it was it was reported earlier this month that she was she's expected to. Join NXT. Mm. Well, and she, um, uh, Piper, uh, she's with she's a world of sport right now, so I'm uh, interested to see how that's going to go down. Okay, okay. Also, she's with World of Sport. Ah, all right, all right. Well, then she might be she might be tied in. Um, here's here's the one here's the one that Katie would definitely love if they if they signed him. Um. I mean, we've we've had we've had him on, we've had him on the show before, and that and uh, Katie's spent a little uh, up close and personal time with him, and that's mm. Jeff Cobb. Oh, Jeff Cobb! Yum 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 yum. <laughs> Jeff Co- Jeff Cobb is definitely Which? the 2018 MVP of the independent scene, without question. He did oh, everything. Yeah. What he did, he he won the um, bowler tournament. Yeah, ROH uh, World Television Champion. Do competed in New Japan. He did, he did everything. First, and he's the a, first and he won Spring a Warriors. World title. 
Yeah, yeah. First and he met and, and he met me. <laughs> <laughs> after after ha- after having done an interview with us back in the you know, like the first season of Lucha Underground, and mm-hmm. of course, definitely, I'll not allowed to bring up the uh, Matanza name and that. Um, now, then, then the then the uh, last one they have on this list, and I definitely, I can, I can see, I can see this, especially if, uh, well, with uh, some of the problems that uh, seem to be going on with uh, with Lucha Underground is concerned, that uh, he's going to be uh, looking around for something on a, on a more steady basis. And that's Matt Cross, a.k.a. Son of Havoc. A a true veteran in wrestling. Exactly what he did. A true veteran. I think think Matt Cross can can be a great addition to any place. Right, right. I worked with with him um, not too long after uh, his season of Tough Enough ended. And that, and right. definitely, definitely like, definitely like the guy. He's he's gotten he's gotten in better physical shape since then. His um, his in ring talent has definitely improved since then. Um, and of course, the crowd response and a lot of people know it because of because of Son of Havoc and that that oh. Um, they they recognize and they appreciate what uh, what the abilities he's got. Now he's another guy though that's on the on the older end and that. So this is a you know this is a this is a career wind down and that. So you know, it's like hey you know get out there and make your money while you can. Right, right. And just, just to go back on the age thing, like how you said people were um, critical of Chris Jericho and Christopher Daniels signing with AEW because of their age. Uh, if you, for example, if you went to a, like a, um, a TV network, but which I'm sure they're doing, AEW is doing it. And you list all the guys in their roster and they say, well, why should we give you this deal? Throw a name out there like Chris Jericho. Boom. Cause Chris Jericho is that, that rating guy. He can be that ratings guy. Cause people are going to tune in to see Chris Jericho and not saying that Kenny Omega who hasn't, you know, we don't know what he's doing yet, or the Young Bucks or Cody aren't major draws. But when you go just based off of popularity, you you can't, I, I wouldn't say you can't compare, but Chris Jericho is just on another level. Yeah. Superstar-wise. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right, exactly. I mean, because, yeah, while Cody has his recognition from his, uh, from his time in WWE and that Jericho – has been has been all over. He's been a WWE, WCW. Uh, he's, you know, he's got he's got that he's got that uh, top tier American name recognition. That, yeah, you know, like you say, Andrew, that that'll that'll drive uh, that'll drive broadcast um, people where they where they want to where they want to sign in and that, and uh, he'll definitely he'll definitely draw viewers. I mean, now the, I mean, go go back to go back to All In, and we and we talk about All In a lot, but All In definitely is the is the point that the wrestling landscape changed, and that because it showed that uh, 
you didn't have to be signed to Vince McMahon to make a big show and have a lot of people want to see you and that. But when you but when you watch and that point where the lights go out and Jericho makes the switch with uh, with Pentagon and mm-hmm. then attacks and then attacks Kenny Omega and then pulls off pulls off the mask and you see it's him just like in Japan when he did that with uh, Naito as uh, one of the druids and yep. that the, the the shock value that he knows how to do that he's got such a great creative mind for and that yep. is just the type of thing that I think will definitely help propel Hey, and, yeah, and the and the, crazy, the the even more shocking thing about it was Jericho had stated for months that he would never never work uh, on U.S. soil because out of respect for Vince McMahon. And then when he showed up at All In, I was like, whoa, because he because because he because he said that he would never do that to Vince McMahon just out of pure respect for what Vince has done for him in terms of his career. And then when he showed up at All In, I'm like, yeah, okay, Jericho's doing his own thing now, obviously. He's doing his own thing, right. and now he's right. going with AEW, man. And I, I, I know a lot of people are very critical of this, and because of AEW, I know very, a lot of people are very critical of AEW, and I get it. I mean, it hasn't. We haven't really. They haven't done anything, uh, you know, broadcast wise, so we don't really know the details specific. But this is not. This is not some just random promotion. They have the co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, a true billionaire, family's a billionaire, backing them in this venture. And they're all, no, not, not no pun intended, they're all in. So, I mean, dude, this is, it's legit. And I think they're going to make some noise. And, you know, they got double or nothing coming up in a couple of months in Vegas at the MGM Grand Hotel at that. So, I, I, I'm, that's crazy. Yeah. Here's the thing about yeah, that. Wrestling has not been, let me see something here. Good old Google. Wrestling MGM Grand Hotel. Uh, let's see. I don't know that the MGM Grand, besides maybe the AWA, has ever no, hosted the showboat. Then no, they, this, no, they were at the showboat, Sean. Then this this arena has never held wrestling at all. Wow! Wow! So, wow! Wow! It's a, it's wow. a big venue. It can seat. Uh, the capacity is seventeen thousand. Well, We'll call it about seventeen thousand because they're gonna they're gonna hand out about one hundred and fifty tickets. You know they will, uh, just just to paper the house. Everybody does it. Uh, it's it's no secret that Vince does it. Um, so we'll call it seventeen thousand. That's a solid house. That's a damn Great. solid house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that, that, that's a big that's a big get. That that is a nice get right there. That's a Nice venue, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that it is not cheap, not cheap at all to rent that space out to run a show there. I'm pretty sure the MGM, uh, they, they, they asked for a nice little price in order for them to run there. Right. And, I mean, you know, obviously, of course, hey, they're, you know, they know that they're dealing with, uh, you know, with uh, father and son billionaire team, and this is the one thing I keep emphasizing about this is that the cons are billionaires 
So right. financially, they are on a level with Vince McMahon. They can compete with Vince McMahon dollar for dollar. Mm. And that's, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I say I, I was going to ask, ask you guys a question. I'm interested to hear what you guys would think. Would you guys, um, if, if you were booking this double or nothing show, would you go with uh, Pop versus Hangman Page for the AEW heavyweight title as the main event? Or would you go with another main event? I'm, I'm, I'm just going based off the roster right now because we truly don't know what Kenny Omega is going to do. I just have this this weird feeling that he's going to do his own thing and go to WWE, but that's that, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, well, they say but, he actually but, turned down a down a major major yeah, multi million dollar right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. right. Did. Um, I tell you what, I would have, I personally would have no problem with the uh, with uh, Pac versus Page as a as a main event uh, for AEW. Um, but obviously I think, you know, everybody knows that if Omega is part of the roster, he will be the one getting the main event and that, but, um, you know, so, uh, so let's put it this way, figure most likely that Omega is all but, you know, all but officially signed. All right. I would, I would put, I would put. Pac versus versus Adam Page as the as the uh, as the semi main right below that because I know that they would definitely pump the house up and and have and have them absolutely ready. I mean this would be this would be sort of like uh, the way that uh, New Japan laid out uh, the Wrestle Kingdom 13 card this year. Uh, I mean you know. They started out killer with that uh, with that six man gauntlet pre show, and then um, just I mean right right up from right up from there, um, Will Osprey, Osprey and Abushi, mm-hmm. yeah, and Abushi. Oh my God, that was a match and a oh, half. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there was. I mean, seriously, there was there was not a bad match on that on that entire card. Hoping for a speedy recovery for Abushi. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna send this talking? picture over to our chat, Katie and Steve, so of the Katie. MGM Grand. Hold on. So oh no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, but on the, this, this double or nothing show, I think this is going to be the um, this is going to be that that next follow up show to. You know what will change wrestling. I think a lot of people may not see it that way, but the, the wrestling landscape is changing, and it's, it's oh. happening fast. And then they yeah. and then they announced another show for um for Florida, I believe. In the yeah, there's yeah. no date on yeah. that one yet. But uh, if I had to guess, um, I don't think they're going to do monthly pay per views. I don't think they're ready for that yet. I don't think they have a need to do that yet without a TV deal. I think right. if they space these. Uh, like me myself, I'm a promoter, and I have a show in June, and I have a show in September. So if we were to do one in May, if I were to do a pay-per-view in May, I wouldn't want to do my next enough. one until, like, August. It's freaking huge. All right. And the thing because is, with, um, it makes oh, it more special. Continue. But the one thing that has been said, Andrew, about these pay-per-views and about AEW 
and I think some people, the people that have said this have a good point here, is the more pay-per-views they do, the less special it becomes. The, the less uh, you're going to have. I agree. I agree. Canada and, and Mexico and stuff like that to come over and see these events. Um, I agree. Once it becomes a more regular thing, uh, the, the, the kind of sparkle on it kind of wears off. Now, I don't think it's going to hurt them much, but, um, you know, all in and all in two and maybe even all in three are going to be the ones that everybody travels for because that's going it, to, it's the beginning. Um, whereas, you know, I think they'll do, I think they'll have their version of WrestleMania and I think people will travel for that depending on what they do. Um, but I don't think that everybody's going to be traveling every pay-per-view that they do from all over the globe. It's, it's just not going to happen. And uh, in, in relation to that, you know, I always want, I, I want to get you guys thoughts on this too. I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware that Ring of Honor and New Japan are running the um, G1 Supercard on WrestleMania weekend, April 6th. What do you guys think they're going to headline that show with since, you know, Omega and the Bucks and Cody, they're gone. If it, if it was me personally, I I, I, would, I would go Tanahashi and Okada. You gotta you gotta go Tanahashi and Okada on U.S. soil. People would see that. People would pay. People are going. I mean, it's already sold out. But I think people would be very pumped to see right. Tanahashi versus Okada. I I, feel I, I agree with you 100 percent on that. I don't I don't think that uh, you know I I don't I don't think that uh, actually I don't think that uh, New Japan has to worry about who they put on. In the in the main on this, but uh, yeah, I think if you uh, uh, give give the New York crowd, especially uh, Tanahashi Okada, oh my lord, that is that would drive that would drive drive them uh, you know completely. Yeah, yeah. I I know a lot of people throw throw Jay, Jay White's name out there for that, that spot, but I don't think they're going to go with Jay White just yet. I do think he's going to win that title eventually. Like, he's going to beat Tanahashi and take that title, but I don't think it's going to be this soon. I think they're going to wait a little bit for the Jay White push, but you can see that Jay White, he, yeah, he, he's, getting, he's getting primed for that spot. I, I'm going to pose this to everybody, because he's a guy out of Japan. or Not out of Japan, but he uh, he's American, but he wrestles a lot down in Mexico, and that's Jeff Cobb. I, I would pose Ooh. Jeff Cobb to be yep. a new Ring of Honor world champion. It'd be a good fit. Ooh. It would um, be. I, I, I think that would work well. I, it I, would be I, a good uh, fit. You could, you could, you could put the title on him and put him against, uh, you know, Tanahashi or Okada, and really, it'd be a styles clash. It, it would be totally different. You're gonna, you're gonna have two very, very different styles in that ring, and people aren't gonna know what hit him. Because let's face it, Ring of Honor is kind of being hurt right now. I mean, Marty Skrull uh, is reportedly going to sign with AEW. So if they lose lose Marty Skrull, they don't have a lot of talent left. I'm looking at their roster now. They don't have a lot of talent to be that next guy. Let's see right right, right, now. Yeah, right. Right now they got you know they they just signed Bandito, PCO, Brody King, Mark Haskins. You know they they have Juice Robinson yeah, now. You know there's a as a more frequent member of the roster. And I, but um for that G1 Supercar show, I think I'm like I'm my mind is set on what that ROH World Title 
scene is going to look like. I think it's going to be Jay Lethal versus Nick Aldis in a champion versus champion match when it takes all. I think that's what it's, um, the title match is going to be at. Keep on well, we do, we do know that the NWA uh, world title is going to come into play at, uh, you know, in, in Ring of Honor. They've they've already mm-hmm. said that, so we'll we'll have yep. to see what happens. And uh, Ring of Honor, they're working with NWA for the Crockett Cup. That's the other thing they, I forgot about that. Right. You know, they're so I think I think while AEW is forming, I don't believe that there will be a relationship between Ring of Honor and AEW. I think AEW is going to form a partnership with NWA, uh, whether. AEW has anything to do with the NWA or not. We do know that Cody was never posed for a long run with the NWA world title. That's why it didn't happen. Um, so it's, it's hard to say. And the rest, like you said, the wrestling business is going to change. The NWA has got their stake in the, in the fight. AEW has got their stake in the fight. You still got ring of honor. You still got New Japan that wants to do stuff over here in the States without Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, this this is going to be a big year for wrestling. And, and if you, the sad thing is there are indie promoters that are out there that are going, wrestling's not on an upswing because I can't get my crowds up. You can't get your crowds up because you won't go out and do the right promotional work that you need to do and advertising to actually get the asses in seats. Because I promise you, I promise you, we're going to see some jumps in attendance. We're going to see some jumps in ratings. Uh, I I believe AEW's debut show is going to turn heads. Um, So, and I want to talk about that a little bit because the current rumor and innuendo is that they have a deal in place with TNT or DBS. And that's that's big. That is that, big. Well, if that you gotta happen, realize that folks, wrestling has not been on that network in nineteen years. Right. Uh, eighteen right. years. Eighteen or nineteen years. So let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I think because, let's see, was it two thousand because I'm trying to think. I left Windy City in 2000, um, and it might have, yeah, it might have, it might have been. December 2001. Okay, so I was, yeah, so it was like a little over a, about a year and a half after I left. Oh, here, Sean. Um, as far as uh, MGM uh, Grand Garden Arena, they actually did the last event that they, the last wrestling event that they hosted was uh Halloween Havoc and they actually ran they actually ran that in there for four years, ninety six to two thousand. So did not know that. Uh well that So this again, will be so this will be the first this will be the first wrestling event in the Grand Garden Arena in nineteen years. Yeah. Man. Oh, wow. uh, Sean go, go, Sean going back to what you said about the uh, independent promotion um, I, I think another factor that involves in that is more times becoming more exclusive. So it's kind of hard for people to promote them. I mean, well, it, it, it works out in favor of the companies opposed to the promotions because independent talents, you know, they work everywhere and you can kind of see them everywhere, but it also builds that star power for them if they're exclusive to certain places. Cause it's like, okay, I can't see them 
in this place, but I can see them in this company. And I think that kind of, right. that, it works out better for the companies, but as far as the independent promotions, I don't think it does well for them. And that's what another factor that comes into what you were saying. I think that was a really well, good the thing, point. The thing, about, the thing about it is this. If, if wrestling booms again, like I think it's going to, um, it, you're going to see an increase in wrestling fans everywhere. But it's going to take the right promoter to draw those fans into the independents because the independents are about to get raided again, and we all know this. Vince is going to need to put new talent in NXT. They're going to need, uh, you know, Impact needs new talent. Ring of Honor needs new talent. You got AEW that's finding talent left and right. You got MLW that's locking guys down to exclusive contracts. I mean, yeah, right. I, I think wrestling is wrestling, like you said, and it's about to hit that boom again. Things are getting real, real interesting. It's only the beginning of 2019. You know, we still got things like the Royal Rumble pay per view, which the match card is ridiculous right now. And we got Kenny Omega's coming, Kenny Omega's contract coming up. Everybody's eyes will be on that. You have a bunch of shows on WrestleMania weekend. You got Stardom, MLW. You got Joey Ryan doing shows. You got GCW. It's wrestling is crazy right now. It's 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 about to be as it's about to be as hot as what it was with the first boom or even hotter. I could see it being even hotter. WCW was a great product, but yes. You when when Vince came around, you already had that when Raw came around, you already had that alternative. You didn't have it on Monday nights, but you had that alternative to wrestling. You don't have that now. People are hungry for an alternative because Impact is not airing everywhere. Not everybody gets Ring of Honor. Not everybody gets New Japan. Not everybody gets MLW. Not everybody gets uh, Ring Warriors. So, and, and most people aren't getting Impact unless you watch nope. it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, it comes it comes down to this. The wrestling fan is hungry for that alternative. And that's where the revolution is going to begin with AEW. As long as, long as they do what they need to do and, and get some guidance from a guy like Bischoff, um, then I think they have a very good chance. And I talked with Steve Kane about this earlier today. I said they, they need to realize – they got one guy that they could hire that knows how to take on Vince and did it and had some success at it, and that's Bischoff. People may not like the guy, but the fact of the matter is for 84 months – or not 84 months, for 84 weeks, he put WWE on their ass. Yeah, he did almost how, shut this big man down. If anybody knows how to take on Vince, it's Bischoff. And for anybody that says it's Vince Russo, you deserve to be shot in the head because Vince Russo didn't have a hand in the success of WCW. He wasn't there when the NWO was created. I mean, that's the truth of the matter. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Cody also said during a, uh, he did a recent interview, I think it was with SES Scoops, or SES Scoops. And he um, said that they won't AEW won't be they won't be hiring in any writers time anytime soon. So I I don't think they're going to be you know loading up 
on the on the writers. I know Billy Gunn is a producer. And, I don't even. I don't even think they need. They, they don't. They don't need Bischoff as a writer. They need him as an advisor. They right, need right, to right. take tips from him as to how they need to program TV. Uh, you know, another one. I hate to say this because a lot of there's a lot of controversy around this guy, and I don't think he deserves all the controversy that's around him. But that's Kevin Sullivan, because Kevin Sullivan had a hand in creating the NWO, and. While you may not like the guy, while you may think that he had a hand in what happened to Benoit, the guy's a genius when it comes to wrestling. He can write some very compelling television. Him and Bischoff and the Young Bucks and Cody all together could write some really compelling television. And that's what it's going to take to compete with Vince. It's going to take being that alternative to Vince. And and the number one thing that AEW has got to focus on is not about the story shit. Um, they need to focus right. on grabbing corporate sponsors. And in order to do that, they're going to have to not let guys like Joey Ryan stink up their show. Because uh, uh, a company like K Jewelers is not going to get behind AEW with a, with a guy out there with a bunch of inflatable bilbos. It's not going to happen. And, you know, yes, the cons have branding behind them from some big corporate sponsors. It's not going to work. I think, I think well, um, you know, you got a guy like Joey Ryan. I think he, he has a, a certain type of fan, not a certain type of fan base, but it, there's a lot of people who don't like Joey Ryan. There's a lot of people who do like Joey Ryan. And there's a lot of people who just don't really care. And I'm I'm one of those people. I'm not I'm I'm on the fence. It's kind of like I I don't necessarily enjoy it, but I'm not going to knock him because you know that's what he got to do to earn his money. But um, well, I, I think, I, I, I think I, there's I, a time I, and a place for it. But again, I don't think I don't think a guy like Joey Riot is going to go out there and sell you national sponsors. I mean, oh yeah, no, see, I agree with that. Now that 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 I agree with. 100%. It's it's yeah. not going to work. Um, he'll detract sponsors. You, their number one focus needs to be on what goes on in that ring. If they make their television show like Raw was in the beginning and focus on the action in that ring, people will tune in left and right. Because they're, you're not yeah. getting that with WWE. You're getting a right. whole bunch or, like the Mandy the Mandy Road thing last Mandy Rose thing last night. Okay, are we going back to the PG, the, the PG thirteen era? I mean, are we going to have a nip slip or what? I, I think uh, WWE is trying to um, provide a little bit more edgier content, and with that, um, that Maddie Rose and Naomi storyline, you know, it's, it's, that that's been going on for a while. Like that's been going on for about two months now. They've been building that up, and it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come with a with a blow off match. I'm, I'm, I've actually been a fan of that that storyline in some aspects, not not every single one, but I feel like Naomi and Maddie Rose they play really well off each other. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. I, I am I'm a big fan of Naomi. And a big fan of Naomi. Yeah. A big, 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 big fan. I love her. I feel the glow. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to take our song break, Andrew. If you have time to stick around and want to stick around with us, that's fine. If you have to go, we understand. We need to take our song break. This uh, okay. allows everybody to get up and kind of stretch and get something to drink, get something to munch on, go to the bathroom. Um, 
and I'll refresh. Right, so we will do Andrews at you know, so uh, hang up and call I right back. That's all you gotta do. No, Andrews out of here. He already said he's gotta go. Don't no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't have to go. He's going to stick around. Oh, I thought he had to go. Okay, you can stick around. Okay. Yeah, you have to refresh your call. So just hang up and call back in. I've already done it. I did it at 10.05. So, yeah. Play me something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So just we'll call be right back, back folks. Yeah, yes, just call yes. right back. Call back in. Okay. No worries. All right. I won't even screen you. All right. <laughs> uh, we will be right listening to Wrestling Authority Radio. Live inside the ER, we'll be right back with more of our Hot Topics.
Hi, this is Chance Prophet. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Roundtable on Blog Talk Radio. All right, and we are back. This is Wrestling Authority Radio. You are live inside the ER. We are back. I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-hosts. The Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. And the reason why the show will never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. Yeah, All right, and joining us again is Andrew from uh, Fightful.com. Yes. Yes, sir. Uh, All right. Raw, uh, Raw Monday got better ratings, uh, and we know why that was. It's because uh, they're finally giving Finn Balor a shot at the title that he never, you know, rightfully lost, um, which I think is great. Was, was there any Monday Night Football on Monday? Who cares? Uh, let me check. No, no, no. I I, I was asking cause for the um for the competition, like cause I know Raw usually goes up against <laughs> Monday Night Football. I don't watch no, football. No, no, because they're because they're in the because uh, they it was uh, divisional finals this weekend. Uh, oh, next right. week is uh, is the AFC and the NFC Championship games uh, leading to the Super Bowl in two weeks. Okay. Yep. Uh, only watching for halftime. So uh, that'll that'll be uh, it's good that their ratings are up. I, uh, we don't know. Let me see. Uh, ratings January fifteenth. Uh, we had a real good show on Monday. Real good show. Uh, SmackDown was not as good because this this Miz and. Shane McMahon bullshit is not getting over. It's getting under. It's, just, it's bullshit. I mean, I, 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 I kind of feel bad for um. Oh, you good? I apologize. Oh, my, mine will be quick. Mine will be quick, and everybody knows that every time these two came on air, I had to run in the bathroom and take a shit. It's starting to bestie bullshit. It's starting to remind me of Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, I I I feel kind of bad for um for Sheamus and Cesaro because they always end up in these yeah. type of situations. You know, last year with Nicholas and Braun Strowman, <laughs> they lost the Raw Tag Team titles, and now I I I, mean, I kind of feel like at this point, like Shane and Miz are going to take the titles at the Royal Rumble, mm. and then you know they 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 probably going to do some big tag team match at WrestleMania, and then they'll drop the titles to some some team coming in. Um. Okay, got the ratings for SmackDown for. Last night um, Holidays are over There was no major live competition From sports or politics It wasn't a pay-per-view episode Otherwise Or otherwise special edition of Smackdown on Tuesday, January 15th WWE's television numbers Stayed right in the same range They've been in for the last several months Which those conditions Are operative this week's episode of the Blue Brand, Blue Brand reached an audience of 2,143,000, up 111,000 viewers from January 8th. So it was up, um, but they got, they got to do something, and I don't know why they've never figured this out. They have got to do something to change the perception of SmackDown and take away the perception that it's the bastard stepchild of Raw. Because yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I love SmackDown. I agree. 
Well, but you love SmackDown, but I can I can tell you from signing the contract uh, earlier this week for my TV ads for June, um, SmackDown rating is lower than Raw, and it's sad. I love it. It's sad because um, they're they're equally both as good uh, products. Now, is somebody else in charge of booking SmackDown over Raw? Yes. Um, but SmackDown still has some, some good stuff on it. Um, and it's sad that one, one and one program of WWE is doing extremely well while the other one is always just seems to be a step behind. Um, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's fair to the talent. Um, but this is why the Ross, the, 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 uh, draft and shakeups were created was to take the talent from the B brand and move it to the A brand and take the talent from the A brand and move it over to the B brand. Um, I don't know. I, they, they have so much talent that they had to do the brand split. Um, but they, um, they need to do something to fix this. Especially yeah. with AEW coming, because if AEW is is looking at TBS or TNT, uh, that means that they could have potential for two programs as well. Um, yeah, not right I away, agree, but down the line. Yeah. Not right away, but down the line. Because let's look at it this way: uh, WCW had Nitro on TNT and Thunder on TBS. Now we know that. Thunder never lived up to the hype of Nitro, um, Ooh, right. but they did have two programs. So I'm I'm not saying that that's not possible. Uh, a, a wise move. If I if I had to choose what network I was going to put the the program on, I would choose TBS over TNT for the simple fact that uh, TNT's kind of been falling on its ass, and TBS really needs the help. Um, TV, well, TBS also, has become also a, TNT is uh, more uh, drama oriented, and right. that whereas uh, whereas TBS does a variety of uh, different uh, type of entertainment programs, uh, TBS is where um, Drop the Mic can be seen, which is that uh, celebrity rap uh, rap mm-hmm. metal show. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I was say, I was just, in, in regards to uh, this past week, maybe this week's Raw and SmackDown, I think uh, what Sean was saying, uh, like what plays into that is that Raw had so much news coming out of it, and it was so big, people kind of expected the same thing to happen on SmackDown, and it was kind of just, it felt underwhelming. Like with Raw, you had, you know, Finn Balor, you know, they set it up the match with Brock Lesnar, the Royal Rumble, you had the women's tag team title getting introduced, you had Otis Dozovich, and Otis Dozovich had... Hut type of night on the show. EC3 made a his on screen debut. Lacey Evans made her on screen debut. Nikki Cross competed. And there was a lot going yeah. on for when SmackDown oh, happened. Nikki Cross. Nikki is nuts. Nikki is nuts. Especially when she yeah. had her. Had her, had her between the apron and I guess the dust ruffle. I don't know what you call well, that. And, that was pretty fucking. And hilarious. the other thing about TBS is they need original content. Uh, thank God they picked up American Dad and and you know that show just didn't fade away like the Cleveland show because 
I believe the Cleveland show had a lot of potential. I believe American Dad still has a lot of potential. It's hilarious. Um, and uh, you know, new episodes of new episodes of American Dad start back February 11th. So uh, TBS is searching for original content that that they can provide their network on. But I would also choose TBS because of the legacy that it has with wrestling. It, it, there's there's just history there, and it adds legitimacy to AEW. Um, now, granted, they can't go and take footage of Dusty Rhodes from WCW. They can take it from the NWA library. They cannot take it from the WCW yeah. library. So, yes, I think I think it would be cool to to do an homage video of like maybe some guys like Dusty Rhodes and and the ones that aren't really uh kissing Vince's ass maybe like in Arn Anderson or an Ole Anderson or uh Tully Blanchard or even Magnum TA um that could could come back and speak and go, you know, at one time this was a prominent network for wrestling and AEW is going to do that again. I, I think the I think the possibilities with CBS are endless. Um, we don't know what kind of time structure AEW is going to have. Um, will it be a one-hour show? Will it be a two-hour show? Will it be a three-hour show? Well, we know we know that fans, you know, really have a hard time sitting through a three-hour show. Um, unless, you know, there's something really exciting going on. Um, Katie said it before. She feels like Raw is another pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It's the weekly three-hour pay-per-view known as Raw. And, yeah, what, what and we do know about um, AEW is that they filed for the trademark Tuesday Night Dynamite. So, I, mean, I did could, not um, know that. Yeah, they, they filed for a mm. trademark. They, they, they filed for that a while ago, but they filed for Tuesday Night Dynamite. So uh, I I don't know what that is. I'm not going to speculate on what it is, but that's very interesting. Tuesday Night Dynamite. And I, we know SmackDown is moving to Fox on Fridays and yeah, later this year in October. Yeah, so they move it. SmackDown is moving to Fridays, and Tuesday is going to be freed up. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jim Ross, Jim Ross said a few days ago that uh, – he he believes, and there's a lot of people that are speculating that the reason that uh, Jim Ross can even say this is because that uh, he's uh, in deep background behind the scenes, excuse me, helping to orchestrate it. Um, that uh, that AEW already had a TV deal in principle signed before they did the rally. A couple of weeks ago, because he says uh, you don't some... you don't do something like that without having a TV deal in pocket. Um, here's another one that they filed, uh, all in, double or nothing, which we we know all in why they would do that. We know why they uh, obviously why they did double or nothing. The other one that they trademarked is all out. All out. And uh, which might be which might be the which might be the uh, one for uh, Labor Day because they're because the uh, um, 
rumors are that the third big event, um, the the uh, summer event, will be, of course, in Jacksonville. Um, but uh, they're but they're thinking that uh, the third one will also be Labor Day weekend back here in Hoffman Estates at the Sears Center, which would be, of course, the anniversary of All In. So All Out would be, you know. Kind of a kind of a somewhat logical type of uh, type of name. Yes. Um, so I mean, uh, Tuesday night dynamite did get filed, um, and it, folks, if they, if they're filing this, get ready because Tuesday nights are going to change big time. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, I, 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 I also wonder how um, how how this is going to work. Well, I mean, I know WWE they're doing the. Um, the move to Friday nights, and I'm pretty yeah, take, take the takeover shows that they do on the doing their big big pay per view weekends are going to be on Saturday. So and they transition to the big pay per view on Sunday, and we got it's it's so much wrestling content out there right now. It oh. is like ridiculous. You got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, NXT UK, Tuesday Night Dynamite if that becomes a thing, and you got SmackDown on Fridays and a whole bunch of other stuff going on, and this is. So it's a lot of stuff going on for wrestling right now. And it's now we do we do need to discuss uh, the following. Of, uh, this is our breaking news from Lucha Underground at this time. Ivalice okay. has requested Ivalice has requested her release multiple times and not gotten it. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, that, that 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 that's kind of been the thing with Lucha Underground. And I, I, I mean, I I, I I hate pinning this on wrestlers, but I would think they would learn from the Ricochet situation that they, you know, Lucha Underground, they kind of, they don't, I don't want to say they lock people in, but it's really hard for talents to go out there and wrestle wherever they choose when they're contracted to Lucha Underground, and especially because Lucha Underground doesn't know if there's going to be a next season or not. So people are kind of still exactly. up in the line in that. That's yeah. that's what we talked about to, uh, with uh, that's what I talked about with Steve earlier today is the fact that I believe ratings for this last season were down and I don't know that uh, El Rey has come to them and said we're granting you season five and if they lose their TV deal that's it. Yeah, and when and when you're and when your executive producer one of your executive producers is the owner of the network and he's sitting there saying no. Then that's that's a major that's a major problem. And um, speaking of the uh, Evil East situation, uh, one of her one of her uh, strongest backers on this, who is saying, "Hey, they should uh, you know should go ahead and grant it," is somebody who is also part of that cast, who we've just talked about uh, just a little bit ago, and that's uh, Joey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe, Joey Ryan is um he's part of that that situation as well. He came he went to bed for Eva Lee on, on social media. So I mean, uh, Lucha Underground they're in a very weird predicament right now in terms of what's right. next for them. Very weird predicament, right. and I, I I personally feel that the right thing to do is to let these wrestlers go and let them do what they please because I don't feel like you should just hold them. E- even though 
they're, they are contracted to Lucha Underground. Like, there's no disputing it. Like, they, they are contracted to Lucha Underground, but I feel like the, the proper thing to do is let people go out, earn their money, and, you know, wrestle wherever they choose because, you you know, you're delaying people's time, especially if you don't even know if there's going to be a season five of Lucha Underground. Right, right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, I mean, you know, for, for uh, disclaimer purposes, um, we are – Friends with uh, a lot of the people on the roster, they have appeared on our shows many times um, over the last few years, and that. Uh, so, you know, to, to see to see this happen to them is very is very you know disconcerting, at least uh, at least to my way of thinking, and that. So, you know. I mean, people can take up it what they will. I just, I'm, I just, I just get real concerned because I mean, you, because it's like, because it's like, okay, the first person that they killed off in uh, in season one, it was like three years before he finally got his release from his Lucha Underground contract. Now, at that point, of course, it was obviously since he hadn't been on TV in well over 90 days since they <clears throat> killed him, he was able to get picked up again. But uh, still, now, there's two years that he was not able to really do anything major because they had him tied to a contract, even though, even though they had killed him off like about halfway through the first season. Very, very interesting. I remember when um, when Ricochet showed up at the G1 Special in 2017, and he was in that that band with Lucha Underground. You know, he came out and said his words about Lucha Underground. He didn't mention them by name, of course, but you know, he he, he didn't seem like he was too happy about the situation that he was in. And I'm pretty sure you think he's happy as well. Yeah. Well, a few days ago, Shane Strickland, who we have had on this show, is a good friend of ours. Um, and of course, uh, Russell and Lucha Underground as uh, Killshot announced that uh, he is a free agent and is able to go wherever he wants. Now, whether that's a whether that's a hint to AEW that uh, he wants to talk or what the situation is, because of course, uh, in addition to Lucha Underground, he was uh, doing well as as Shane. He was doing uh, uh, major league wrestling. Yeah, he, he was Bauer, a ball but apparently, that contract is expired now. Yeah. He said Shane, Shane was a ball champion for a while too. Yeah, yeah. And but so. bold, bold prediction here: I think Shane Strickland going to NXT. I think he'll be a part of the next performance in the class. Him, him, Jonah Rock, ACH. I think those guys are. WWE bound so NXT Well he was actually supposed to Andrew he was actually supposed to have signed uh, back in January but Mm. the sign but but, uh, then that uh, went south because apparently of his Lucha Underground contract Mm. That's okay that's interesting That's very interesting Yeah so I mean, I don't know what there was in the Lucha Underground contract that uh, 
held him up because, of course, uh, when when he when he uh, is seen in the in the end of uh, Ultima Lucha Cuatro, um, he is he's he's leaving off totally unmasked, and uh, of course uh, Dante Fox, A.R. Fox, is there in full Marine uniform asking if he was going to come back and he said, you know, I got, I got to take some, I got to take some time off for a while and that, and basically left it, uh, left it hanging open like that. That's an interesting cliffhanger. There's a lot of great, great free agents on the independent scene right now. And it's going to be very interesting to see where they can go when there's so many opportunities all these different wrestlers, like it, you, they, they literally can't go wrong. Like whatever, whatever they decide, it's impossible for them to go wrong. Right, right. Well, another thing too, and this is, and this is something um, that uh, when that they mentioned that they they talked about this uh, very specifically at uh, at the uh, AEW event was that. Um, Women were going to be treated financially on an equal level as as the men, and of course they did that right before they uh, introduced their first uh, female signee, which is uh, Doctor Brett Baker. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see, that that is going to be that that is a very very attractive offer to a lot of uh, women's wrestlers. That is a very very attractive offer. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to bring in a lot of talent, a lot of talent. Right, right. Because you have right, right now the roster looks like is Penelope Ford, um, Britt Baker. Brand, I, I don't know if Brandy Rose is still going to be an active every performer, but you can add her to the list. I know she's in the executive role now. She's on that top tier level role, and I think more talent right. keep coming in. More talent. You got a lot of talents on the independent. I know. Um, Kaylee Ray and uh, Alpha Female Jazzy Gabber would appear that they're with NXT UK. So I mean that takes two right two stars off the scene. But Kaylee Ray is still with World of Sport. I think she's about to go on a tour with them this weekend for their their live tour. Okay. So that it, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see what's going on. And you got Jordan Grace with Impact, um, Kiera Hogan. So there's a lot yep. of great female wrestlers out there, and who, who's not to say? Right. I mean, of course, I don't, I don't know. Who's not to say that uh, Sasha Banks or Bailey isn't looking at an AEW and saying, "Hey, I can go and make just as much money as a, a Seth Rollins or a Roman Reigns going over there and doing that." And mind you, Sasha Banks is what 25 years old, 26 years old. Right, right. Got a, right. a lot, got so, a lot yeah. going on. The other news her, that we have to break. Mainly both very young. Yes, go ahead, Sean. Uh, about AEW is this. They uh, made a big claim that they were going to offer health care. The health care oh, wow. is not going to cover the talent. Okay. At least not at the oh. moment. Which kind of made them look like asses by saying it. I'm not going to make that statement. Um, you, you can't say that you're going to offer health care and then go, oh, well, it's not going to be for the boys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it just seemed. It kind of. It kind of seemed fishy, and it's. 
it makes some of the other things that they're doing questionable. It puts doubts in people's minds as to, okay, well, are they really going to follow through with the whole paying the women as much as the men thing? Because they, they said they were going to offer health care, and we now know that that's not going to happen. So they have to be careful with stuff like this because if they're not, Vince is going to use it against them. Now, we do know the WWE does not offer their performers health care. They never have. They probably never will. Right. It would it would well, cost a is... fortune. Mhm. It would it would lo- literally cost a fortune to do. Um, but this is what I don't understand. WWE is an employer, just as anybody else would be. Mm-hmm. Why do they not have to give their employees health care? Because you know anybody that's sitting up at the office in Sanford is getting health care. Why are the workers not well, getting health care? Well, that's because, Sean, and this is one of those things, because uh, I actually, because here I want to tell you guys something. I did uh, make a call out to a uh, entertainment lawyer out in L.A. Um, several hours ago. I was hoping to try and get one on because I wanted to talk about a few things related to these contracts because of uh, the whole revival issue and that. But... Um, This is where that independent contractor status comes into play because since they are not employees, even though WWE tells them, hey, all right, you have to be in this town, in this building, on this day, at this time, and that they're still not quote-unquote employees, so therefore they don't have to follow any federal guidelines on benefits, which makes me which makes me wonder, and that's one of the other things I was going to ask this entertainment lawyer, um, because, of course, uh, the, same, the same clause that uh, WWE has, that Impact has, which is the thing that's, uh, that would be holding uh, Ivelisse up, and that is the 90-day no-compete clause. And well, how can how can you well, or which you can actually I guess you can literally call it the uh, Lex Luger Rick Rude clause because that because of course that all came into play due to the fact that uh, during the run of Nitro I mean very first episode Lex Luger's on on Raw all of a sudden boom he shows up at uh, the Mall of America. Rick Root is on, you know, a couple of years later, Rick Root is on Raw, and right when his match comes on on Raw, boom, he's coming out the entrance ramp on Nitro, live. Live. And that. You know, so obviously, of course, Vince set up those that clause to keep that type of thing from happening, but it's like, okay, how can that be really enforced on somebody that's not a quote unquote employee. And that's there, one of those things I really love to sit with an entertainment lawyer and talk to them and say, okay, how can you know how you know how could this can this legally actually be enforced? Could oh could the revival be on Raw Monday night 
and suddenly on Tuesday show up on AEW. I think Vince is going to uh, be talking to some lawyers and, and, and locking some things down uh, between now and um, Double or Nothing. I think there's going to be a, a – I mean, we, we know he's got one of the most successful lawyers in the world, if not – you know, the universe, and that's uh, that's his, that's his good old buddy that I've had contact with in the past. Because same here, Jeremy different. Certain people want to use WWE trademark stuff. Um, yeah. You know, it's and, something, something interesting, uh, AEW related. Not to go too far off topic of what we're talking about right now. No, but, um, but, but um, go Kenny ahead. Omega. It's not really breaking news on my behalf, but breaking news on New Japan's part. Kenny Omega, he is present at um, the Tokyo Sports Pro Wrestling Grand Prix Award Ceremony to accept the um, the match of the year match uh, for his match against his match at Dominion with Okada. He is present on behalf of New Japan, so that was I think yeah that's his, his first public appearance since the news broke that he said that he was going to leave New Japan in that Tokyo Sports interview. So it's very interesting to see him there accept that award. With well, that is that's that's definitely that's definitely very interesting. Boy, oh boy, hmm. Yeah, so Kenny Omega he is there, sets him an award with Okada for the match of the year for the uh bout of dominion two out of three falls for the heavyweight title at the GP yeah. heavyweight title. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know I mean Ken, hey, Kenny's Kenny's fooled us before and that. Yeah, now, that, said he was I, I, said he was going to get out yeah. of the business entirely for a while, and then uh, and then boom, he's uh, he's right back in, and that oh, but I don't know, I don't know. It's yeah, yeah it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I mean, like I say, his his contract expires on the thirty first, so oh yeah, I, I, th- I think I think a lot of people um. Like some people don't remember that Tokyo Sports is kind of they they kind of work with wrestlers to promote these storylines and further along them and make people believe like that's what Tokyo Sports does. And uh, like you said, this is Kenny Omega's first go around doing this, and he fooled everybody the last time. And now that his star is even big, his stardom is even bigger than it was then. More people take it seriously, and it, it's it kind of has me on the fence about the what like is Kenny Omega just playing along and he's just trying to make people believe. Or is he really out this time? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, absolutely. But but him being in Japan accepting that award, uh I mean, well he, he is technically well he yeah, well not technically, he is still contracted to New Japan for wrestling, so I'm pretty sure that he not 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 would be required to be there, but more so a want to be there to accept that award for that match he had with Okada. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. I mean, I definitely, I think it, I think it would definitely, you know, fit in. It would be. I mean, it, it's with. I think it's within his personality that he would go ahead and and do that, that just because. Yeah, that too. 
Yeah. Omega's Kenny a resident. Omega's a resident. Right. Right. You, you, you can tell Kenny's not one of those guys who's motivated, or guys or girls, anything. One of those wrestlers, period, who's not motivated by money. He's not, like, uh, very. I mean, money's always good. But you can tell he's in wrestling or for wrestling because he wants to be the best in the world and change the business and all that good stuff. And it, it really comes off that way. So I don't think money really motivates him. And I, I know he, Kenny is beloved in Japan. He's a he's a he's a citizen of Japan. He was he resides there. Ken, Kenny has a lot of love in Japan, and I think that the the people there hold him in high regard. I think him going there is just a, you know, kind of a thank you type of thing, showing up, doing the right thing within his personality, like you said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Kenny Kenny Omega is highly, I mean, he is revered in Japan. I mean, you know, not necessarily to Bruiser Brody-like status, but still he is revered as as you know one of the one of the leaders which is an interesting thing to say about a gaijin but he is one of the leaders of Japanese professional wrestling and that very true and very true. that's you know and that's and that's going to and that's the question i mean you know where you know where does the next strong um non-japanese star Come in and fall in and fall into place for this. I mean, you know, nothing against uh, Jay White or Zack Saber Jr. or Will Osprey. They are all very good guys in that. Um, but I just, I, I don't see any one of them taking that top spot. Right. And and another and another um, thing is. To your point, uh, Kenny Omega, he came up through the New Japan system sort of way. Like, Kenny was he was IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. They won the Intercontinental title, U.S. title. Then won the Heavyweight title. Like, he came up through that system. He got promoted from Junior to Heavyweight. Like, Kenny, he's been with Japan for a really long time. And that's why, um, mm-hmm. not to get all too off topic, it was, I was kind of confused when he was deemed the leader of Bullet Club because Bullet Club was originally supposed to be guys who uh, – didn't come up in that Japan system, and they were, you know, they they were out outsiders, so to speak. And Kenny, he came right. up in the New Japan system, like he really did come up in the New Japan system. So, uh, you know, like you said, he's very revered in Japan just because of that. Like they are very familiar with Kenny Omega, and they love him, and it's obvious that they do. So, uh, you know, these next yeah. couple of weeks are going to be very, very, very interesting to see what's, what's what's next in the future for Kenny. Right. Right. And and to see you know who's uh, you know who who's gonna who's gonna step up. I mean, yeah, you've got a new IWGP champion, but is he gonna is he going to be the face of the company, or are they going to have to find somebody that can that can you know cross those cross those lines. And that the way Kenny was, and are able to, you know, and and will be and would be the person that will make that watchable. I mean, because you're because I mean with the with the uh, 
way that uh, the new uh, TV setup is with access, um, you're getting the matches the same week that they're shot. Uh, you're getting you're getting the uh, um, New Japan American and you know well English speaking announced team of uh, Kevin Kelly and uh, Don Callis and that uh, replacing the voiceovers that uh, uh, Jim Ross did and that. So, you know, it's where it is, where, where do they, where do they make that step up that, you know, keeps, keeps them as, as a, as a must see product. Because I mean, now of course, Friday nights, they're in a, they're in a big back to back TV deal because of course, they're going to be the lead-in show to um, David McClain and Jeannie Buss's Women of Wrestling. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Got, so 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 you know, I mean, they have to look not just as for themselves, but they have to they have to look at for um, what uh, for what they're doing in terms of that that TV show that they're, that they're putting on here in the States that is going to then lead to the other TV show. Right. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but, but in, in, in regard to that, um, about finding the next star, if Kenny Omega is indeed, you know, truly on his way out, I think Tanahashi is the best option right now because Tanahashi, he is a mega star in, in Japan. Everybody loves Tanahashi in Japan. He he is truly the man over there. Uh, but Kenny is the international star that you need. Kenny was going all over the right. place. Like he went to Northeast Wrestling and defended the title. Like Ken, Kenny is he is more exposed in the United States opposed to Tanahashi, although there are a great number of wrestling fans who do know Tanahashi? Who do know who Tanahashi is? But right, Kenny Omega right, compared absolutely. to Tanahashi on the on, on the U.S. side, it's a vast difference. But as of right now, I think New Japan they're kind of headed in a way where they're going to not center think like not not completely disregard their U.S. expansion because they are going to U.S. I mean, they're coming back here uh, at the end of the month for the New Beginning shows. But um, I think right now. Tanahashi is the the man to go as they prime Jay White for that top spot. I think he's going to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion by the end of 2019. All right. Well, we are um, Steve. You need to answer messages in the group chat, please. Uh, we okay. have about five minutes left, and um, I want to get everybody's take on who is going to win the 2019 Men and Women's Royal Rumble. Oh. I'm, I'm, as the fan, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> as a now, fan now I can't say that. Yeah. Yes, you can. I give you, I'll give you outright permission. Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll take a wild guess. Uh, for just, just for the sake of the podcast and for fun. Uh, <laughs> for, when, for the Women's World Rumble, I'm going to take a guess and say Becky Lynch loses the Oscar for the SmackDown Women's title, and then she gets to the Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble and then goes on the challenge round of Rousey for the Royal Women's title. And I found that I feel like they'll find a way to um, 
get Charlotte in that match somehow, some way, triple threat, oh, the main event of WrestleMania 35. <laughs> and for the men's Royal Rumble, <laughs> I think that either is I, – I, I have my – I think Drew McIntyre is going to win it. I think Drew McIntyre is going to win the men's Royal Rumble. Hey, hey I want to see. Yeah, McIntyre definitely is uh, Vince's uh, golden child. So, yeah, have, having having him go over in it would not uh, would not surprise me at all. Um, I think your I think your idea about uh, about Becky definitely works. Um, and of course, but of course, we do have to remember. Uh, and of course, the uh, hot rumor that's always been flying is that. Uh, the main event of uh, WrestleMania this year is going to be uh, Charlotte Flair, and if you and if you follow some of the you know follow they the way they've done some of the storylines that uh, it will be Ronda Rousey that uh, she'll be facing in the main event of WrestleMania. Right. All right. So. I, 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 I feel like WWE like they're behind Becky Lynch. But the, the the Royal Rumble for me is going to be like the tell all. Like if, if if Becky if she if she beats Oscar, I mean I, I, I there's nothing wrong with her going into WrestleMania as a champion. I don't think nobody's complaining about that. But I truly think people want to see Becky Lynch get that main event spot because she is on fire right now. I think she's literally the top superstar. I don't think there's nobody in the company right now that has more more momentum than Becky Lynch. And I don't know how this happened. It just happened out of nowhere, but Becky Lynch, she is uh, the man, no question. So, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, you know what? I, I think we've. I mean, you know, yeah, we could talk about this a lot and continue, but I think we have kind of pretty much uh, run everything through its course, Sean. So I would say. I would say, yeah, right now would probably be a good time to go ahead. We've hit our two-hour mark, and that. So I think I think we're I think we're good to go ahead and and uh, call it a night if you're if you're good with that. Yeah, we got two minutes left. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, be sure to check out our Facebook pages, Wrestling Authority Radio, Rampage Rants. That's our Tuesday night show where we normally cover this type of thing. Wednesday is usually our interview show, and that will be back to its regular format hopefully next week, as long as no more controversy pops up. Yeah. Andrew, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, The website, folks, is Fightful.com. Andrew, you are welcome to join us, please, anytime, and especially, I mean, if you you, uh, and uh, Scott get any, Sean get any breaking news, um, Bill, uh, Contact contact me on Instagram and uh, we'll uh, definitely find a way to fit you in. All right. Well, I appreciate that big time. Uh, oh yeah, we'll get. You. I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, taking the time out of your day to have you on. That means a lot. I'll take nothing for granted. So once again, thank you guys so much. And then I thank appreciate you, Andrew, and have a great night. Thanks. Uh, you yes, too. appreciate it. All yeah. right, folks, that's going to do it for us tonight. We're not even going to play the the closing theme. No. And we've. As we've uh, we've done uh, four hours this week, and last night and tonight we're loaded it, uh, so we're just gonna end it. Uh, good night, everybody. Yep. We'll see you all Tuesday night, right back here in the ER at nine o'clock Central Standard Time, ten o'clock Eastern. We'll see you then. Goodbye, night. folks. Good night, everybody.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.